It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now to talk about what's going on is the former U.N. ambassador, John Bolton. Uh, ambassador, how concerned should we be? This is really alarming. Well, I think the situation in Ukraine is, is alarming. And the, the fact that the Wagner Group people are now in Belarus looking across the border at Poland, the Poles are very worried about what might happen. I think the big problem, though, is that uh, uh, you're seeing leaks out of the Biden administration that the uh, spring offensive the Ukrainians have been fighting, they don't think is going to go any further. And uh, I've been worried about this for some time, that the Russians would try and take advantage of it and ask for a ceasefire negotiations. and then. They would have a new de facto border that they would not give up on, but that the French, the Germans, and maybe the Biden administration uh, would agree to it. So I think the next couple of months could be uh, uh, critical in, in finding out whether the Russians are going to hold all this territory they've uh, they've taken. What about the Wagner Group, too? Like, you know, we've been talking about them in Niger and elsewhere and other yeah, African countries. Is there countries? an update on that? Because they've, they put up the, uh, the Russian, Russian flag. flags in uh, several countries. Yeah, look, they are all over North Africa. Uh, they got in there to uh, as the French uh, influence began to decline, and they're helping the Chinese in a number of African countries with the mineral leases that they've taken. Uh, and uh, they're, they're getting uh, a lot of these countries hooked on Russian weapons and, and the like. And uh, it's extraordinarily dangerous because the more anarchic uh, uh, North Africa becomes, the greater chance of terrorists taking root there. They're already all throughout Libya. The Europeans are worried, but uh, ultimately their destination could be here, too. And Wagner Group has been in the Middle East even longer than it's been in Africa, stirring up trouble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, that is a huge, huge concern. Uh, and it, it just makes you wonder what is up. Also, you know, we haven't heard that much about Belarus of late, but with everything going on right there at the border, that is such a huge issue. You know, I'm half Polish, so I can tell you the Poles are really freaked out about reports of Wagner kind of tipping in over the Polish border of late. That's really scary. Well, it is. It uh, it would involve attacking a NATO country, yep. so I think they're going to be a little cautious about that. But I think the the more immediate concern is that uh, Putin and, and his friends in Russia would like nothing more than just to reabsorb Belarus and make it part of Russia again. Uh, it may suit them for a while to keep this fiction up that Belarus is independent. But uh, Lukashenko, the ruler in Belarus, really owes staying in his presidential palaces to Putin's help. So he's not going to act very independent of what Putin wants. He hasn't so far in the Ukraine war. Ambassador Judge Richard Weinberg, can you explain to me why the Wagner Group has not been declared a terrorist organization yet? 
Well, what are we waiting for? I think it's part of the regular army of uh, of Russia. What do, what do you think, uh, Ambassador? Well, in theory, it's what they call a private military company. Now, of course, Putin says there are no such things, and I'd like to know what the Wagner Group is. It's Let's face it, it's part of an internal struggle in uh, Russia. We saw evidence of that uh, six, six or so weeks ago, and I, I don't think that struggle's over yet. Uh, but Prigozhin, the head of it's very close to Putin and uh, and has helped Putin out in any number of situations before. So it's uh, it acts like a terrorist group the way it's fought. Much of the war in Ukraine has been uh, really despicable. But unfortunately, that's also true of much, much of the regular Russian army. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're all ruthless. You know, the other thing, too, is you brought up whatever happened. Remember, it was like the fake coup. What? What? I mean, they pretended like they're, oh, it's a coup. And he, was then, on, he was on Putin's side. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Clearly, the fix was in. I mean, he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's look, we, we he is still alive. That that tells you more than anything else. Since uh, Most thought he would he would not be by this point. But I think what they've done is uh, just shelve the differences temper uh, for for a short period of time, they, they need to worry about what happens on the ground in Ukraine militarily. And uh, if they distract themselves with internal Russian uh, politics, uh, it'll give the Ukrainians a chance that they don't want to let them have. So I think they've gritted their teeth. And, and as I say, it's not over, but I don't think it's uh, on the front burner in Moscow today. John, what do you see happening with Iran right now? I'm, I don't want to divert continents and everything, but I mean, with Iran and uh, you know, what is the Biden administration up to? Well, I think they're still in the process of uh, of trying to get back into the to the nuclear deal. They're talking possibly about more uh, hostage swaps, uh, uh, unfreezing more Iranian assets. Uh, all the while, their chief Iran negotiator, Rob Malley, is still suspended from his duties uh, because of concerns about mishandling classified information. It's, uh, they've acknowledged that State Department's Diplomatic Security Bureau is looking at it. It's been reported in the press. The FBI is looking about at it. This suspension uh, apparently took place in April. That's four months ago, and we don't we don't know what the outcome is. But uh, it's uh, I think it's very serious. It really cast a cloud over everything the administration has done and, on Iran. And John, is there a, was that a positive development with Korea, Japan, and the president meeting at Camp David? Uh, I was surprised at how successful it was. I got to give Biden credit for it. You know. Uh, Pete, the the ability to get Japan and South Korea to cooperate trilaterally with us, as opposed to simply U.S. South Korea, U.S. Japan, is a huge step forward. Now they've got a lot of work to do, but the historical animosities between South Korea and Japan have prevented that in the past. If we can get effective three-way cooperation militarily on security issues, it will have an economic impact as well. And not only will it be good for the United States in Northeast Asia and for South Korea and Japan, it will send a signal throughout the Indo-Pacific that the United States is worried about China. Well, thank you, Ambassador John Bolton, and for bringing the American people up to date. And thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for our country. Well, glad to be with you. Thank you, John. Thank you.